It's Knox here. With the all-new Riding the Wild Bubble podcast. I actually recorded this once before. Um, this reading, but I listened to it the other day and I realized that the, uh, the music was just wrong. So I've deleted it wherever I could find it and had it re-recorded. Very busy these days. And a lot going on, which is a really good good thing. I find uh, that I'm enjoying bookstores more than ever. Two in particular, Diesel Books on College Avenue in Oakland, in the Rockridge District, and uh, the Book Zoo on um, right off of Piedmont Avenue um, in Oakland. Also, it's it's uh, the Book Zoo is like um, it's like a portal into into the way bookstores used to be that I remember when I was a kid, like Moe's and Shakespeare. I mean, Shakespeare and company is still pretty funky, but, um, uh, yeah, I just find the strangest books there. I've got, uh, I was there the other day, in fact, that's what I want to read, and, um, I, um, Actually, they they were they've been closing on Tuesdays. They didn't have anybody to work there. I was volunteered to to uh, to work there for nothing. I would just give me a couple of books. I just want to sit at the bookstore. I, there's something that I, I don't know. I was talking to somebody and I said, you know, I just have this pile of books that I haven't read that just keeps growing. It's funny. See something? Oh, I gotta have that. And um, but the thing about books is the, they take time, and um, it's a wonderful uh, way to pass time. I, I Vanity Fair had a little short interview with David Bowie many years ago. I don't know, ten years ago, it could have been twenty years ago. I, I don't know. But um, they asked him what what was his definition of heaven and he said reading and I agree I, I know what he's talking about I, I agree so anyway I was in the book zoo the other day and I always find something really interesting I, I got a book by uh, uh, by Madame Blavatsky the other day uh, who was a uh, spiritualist from the early 20th century fascinating stuff I mean just Unbelievable. I guess she was, uh, you know, in the same group with uh, Rudolf Steiner, who I've talked about before. Um, we'll visit Madame Blavatsky in another podcast. But I was there the other day and um, at these book zoo, and I looked down, and there was this well-worn slipcover, black with... Uh, 
gold metal stamping and it uh, said November 26, 1963. Well, we know what day that was. That was four days after John Kennedy was killed. So, naturally, I opened up the pulled the book out of the slipcase and it was a, it's a small volume uh, it looks to be hand bound smite sewn uh, thick paper uh, illustrations by Ben Sean and, and a poem by Wendell Berry and uh, oh there's Stan in the store I, just, I read I don't know a couple of pages I I really didn't care what it cost. I was walking out with it. I, I got it for a very good price, I have to say. Um, I was talking to the owner of the store the other day. He wasn't there the day I bought it. He said, he said he doesn't think these are that rare. So, which is why it was a good, good price. But I didn't care. I mean, I just had to have it. Um, yeah, it's about. Um, I'd say it's about. It's right on five and a half, eight and a half. It's a it's a horizontal book, and uh, it's, but I wanted to read the poem. This is November twenty sixth, nineteen hundred and sixty three, by Wendell Berry. We know the winter earth upon the body of the young president and the early dark falling. We know the veins grown quiet in his temples and his wrists and his hands and eyes grown quiet. We know his name written in the black capitals of his death and the mourners standing in the rain and the leaves falling. We know his death's horses and drums and roses and bells, candles, crosses, the faces hidden in veils. We know the children who begin the youth of loss greater than they can now dream. We know the night long coming of faces into the candle light before his coffin and their passing. We know the mouth of the grave waiting, the bugle and rifles, the mourners turning away. We know the young dead body carried in the earth into the first deep night of its absence. We know our streets and days slowly opening into the time he is not alive, filling with our footsteps and voices. We know ourselves, the bearers of the light of the earth he is given to, and of the light of all his lost days. We know the long approach of summers toward the healed ground where he will be waiting, no longer the keeper of what he was. And that was originally published
uh, in uh, the magazine The Nation. And uh, I, I, I was reading that in the book, and it, it brought it all back to me. We know the children who begin the youth of loss greater than they can now dream. Well, I was 12. No, I just turned 13. And I remember where I was when I got the news. And yeah, I, I agree. The longer I'm alive and the more I look back and look at what's happened since, it was the youth, uh, youth of loss greater than I could then dream. And now I just see what the loss really was. And it's, it just makes me very sad. Um, but um, I had a thought. I'm going to play some music, and then uh, I'll be back. I'll try to remember what I was thinking about. This was a song off of um, my very first instrumental album. It's called The Big Shimmer. It was the opening song. So over and out for the moment.
Well, it's been a while since I listened to that one. I still love it. I, I recorded that, created that. Cause it, well, I recorded a lot of it in one live pass to that. I didn't know what I was doing back then. I still, well, yeah, I always made up weird ways. Of, but I listened to that, and it's just such an ungodly mess in some ways, sonically. But I wouldn't change a thing. I have the original source, uh, all those original source, uh, you know, the bass line and the drum bits and stuff like that on a on a on a dat. I could do, redo it, but I don't think I would because I think I'd probably make it too good now. Better just messed up the way it was. The big shimmer. Uh, that and Flight of the Atom B were like the first two pieces I, of music I recorded ever, actually. Think no, not true. For certainly the first electronic music I ever recorded when I was uh, back in my serious synthesizer days. I remember playing that for my friend Lynn Klein, who was at Willard Junior High School, and I'm sure she was in the cafeteria, as was I, the day. They announced to the school that John Kennedy had been died, had been killed, excuse me, had died. Um, and But I played it for Lynn about 20 years ago, and she listened to the whole piece. We were sitting in a car, not far from Willard. We were heading to the Bateau Eve for dinner, and she said at the end of it, she said, well, Knox, that's just sex. And that's what I like about Lynn. She, <laughs> she, um, you know, she knows what's what. So yes, the big shimmer, and you can find that on the Flight of the Atom B. Uh, it's available at knoxbronson.bandcamp.com. It's also available on iTunes. I don't know why I have music on iTunes. If people are buying it, I've never gotten any money from iTunes. Or anywhere else where they sell. I've never received a nickel for digital purchases of my music. Except on Bandcamp, I think I have. Because that's where I put it up myself. But everywhere else, all the official places, money just goes somewhere. I don't know where. <sighs> so It's late. I had fallen asleep. I'm watching this great um, documentary called The... Story of Film, if you have Netflix and have the slightest bit of interest in movies, you will want to watch this series. It's not what I expected at all. Uh, very intelligent, very insightful, and uh, they talk about movies. Movies from all over the world, not just Hollywood, and, and uh, really come come up with some interesting uh, thoughts, facts, stories. It's really good. I've been watching it for a few days. Um, but I fell asleep watching it, so I got to backtrack a little bit. <laughs>
Oh my, I'm going on 22 minutes. Well, I actually am planning on doing longer podcasts with more music. Um, and um, I want to do one that's like all the songs I would love to cover but would never dream of doing or have tried and failed. I can tell you two right now. Heaven by the Rolling Stones. And this is the backing track here. So yeah. I just... I kind of like the backing track, but... I could never sing it worth anything worth listening to. The other song I tried to cover once, and I'm just even embarrassed to imagine, to admit that I imagined I could do it. And not only imagined, I tried. It's, it's a man's world, James Brown. Nobody can cover that song. Anyway, so yeah, I was thinking of doing a, uh, a podcast of uh, be a good way to play a bunch of really cool songs. I got a bunch of new software and so that I can do a more professional sounding uh, podcast, you know, like putting backing music like this. If I turn off the microphone, which I will for a second, the volume goes up. It's, when, I'm, when I'm talking... It's ducking, as they say, so check it out. Here we go. feels that way. It's floating along over new lands. 
every day. Terrain I've never seen before. I probably should let this fade this out here. Nice little fade out there. Nice software. Yeah, podcasts are big. I've I've been uh, taking tutorials on social media for musicians and artists because you know nowadays we're supposed to tweet and do Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram. And, oh God. I have my websites, knoxbronson.com and also knoxbronsonmusic.net. Knoxbronson.com is more about art and writings. Knoxbronsonmusic.net is about my music. And, uh, of course, I run the Pixel site for, for a lot of artists who are doing modern image creation with their iPhones, iPhone a card. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I mean, I hate Twitter. I'm trying to, I don't my, my experience with Twitter has been so bad because of what happened a few years ago around, uh, well, it's just the iPhone art world because, uh, they, you know, they it got populated by the cafe artists very quickly, and uh, Pixels, uh, my art site uh, dedicated to that. It's just sort of, you know, for the serious artists and you know, and you know, cafe artists. I think I've talked about it other, other podcasts. Is you know, they sit around the cafe and talk shit, and they especially talk about shit about people who are actually doing things, because that's who there is to talk about. And uh, and I know all about being a cafe artist because I was one in my youth. I spent a lot of time in the cafe, spent a lot of time in the bar talking about all the shit I was going to do and, you know, analyzing and criticizing and, you know, ripping on people who were actually doing shit. But so Twitter is like where the cafe artists of the iPhone art world have all gathered. I don't know if they're still there. I kind of blocked them all. But it shaped my whole perception of, of, of Twitter. And then I've talked about it before, that fake Twitter account a couple of years ago, which was with my name on it. was uh, It was gross. I think I know who did it, but can't prove it. And uh, it was, but I'm trying to, so yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't want to tweet, but I, I have to, because this, this will like automatically tweet itself, it'll automatically post on Facebook, and uh, but I was thinking I could do a podcast, because I actually enjoy that, and be a DJ play music and talk. I don't know. We'll see. I just wanted to re-record that initial podcast because um, 
I really I read the poem November 26, 1963 and I had some background music that was just a little too frenetic and uh, I'll, I'm going to play it right now that piece with nothing um, I'm not going to talk over it but this is a beautiful piece of music by Moby called God Moving Over the Face of the Waters a beautiful piece of music and uh, so I'm going to start the music and shut off the mic and then I'll come back and say goodbye
film. There we have it. So, if you've listened this far, thank you. I want to remind you that I will be back at the Bateau Eve on April 1st. And um, what else is going on? April April 18th is the big opening at the Markham Vineyards show, the show I put together uh, in conjunction with, um, well, uh, with Baron Wallman and uh, our new magazine we're launching. And uh, it's funny, I'm launching a digital multimedia magazine, which I love. But what I love to hang out is a funky old bookstore. I really do. Oh, God. It's funny. I love video stores, too. It's a different thing entirely. They're all dying, though. It's so easy to stream anything now. I used to love to just browse. Anyway, okay, so I'm going to... uh, close and then see if um, this post it's I'm still learning this system you know how this all works in fact I'm trying to figure out how to get this to post on my old iTunes podcast um, riding the wild bubble it still exists but I I don't know how to link I used to, it used to be like you, you had to set all this weird stuff feed burner and all this stuff up and feed right in there but I I don't know it's changed so I'm rambling it's uh what time is it it's 2am maybe I can go back to sleep now so I'm going to um leave you with the foghorn some of you will know where recognize this and know where I got it so yes April 1st Bateau Eve I will be playing and singing again do some new songs I'm going to have one I'm going to have a premiere song that that's a vow a solemn vow alright well I'm going to come back I'll plan the next podcast and um, maybe we'll do the, the songs that I'd love to cover but would never dream of trying because that way I can play a bunch of really good music. All right. This is Knox. No longer inches off the Oakland Berkeley line. Over and out.